0: Are you serious? I've got a fire in my eye. I'm burning better than myself. You were a in my escape. Now I'm away. I feel alive for the first time. You ignite the fire in my eye Hello, hello my friends. Welcome to one more edition of the brother marcos radio show broadcasting directly from sao paulo brazil to the whole world through the airwaves and the data flow of the radio redemption and power network and the kapao radio network yes my friends welcome to 2017 Yes, one more year, we are approaching the fourth year of the Brother Marcos radio show, and uh, in the show we try to warn you about the many tricks and traps that are set by, by the enemy of our souls, by Satan himself, through different philosophies, fables, ideologies that, that try to lead us away from the, the simple truth of the gospel and uh, my friends that's that's uh i mean it's every week is something new we're going to talk about the alchemist the alchemist and uh if you don't know what the alchemist is it's uh uh, i mean it's the subject of a book the alchemist by paulo coelho paulo coelho is is this um this author that is the best-selling author and uh, very, very famous. Uh, now he's a billionaire. Can you believe that? He's a Brazilian author, but now he's a billionaire who lives in Switzerland. Oh, yes. He, he, he has the good life. And uh, according to the, to the Guinness World of, Book of Records, he's the most translated um, author in the whole world. And uh, one of the best-selling books in history. It, it's like... He, he sold like millions upon millions. I, I think it's uh, something... Something like 60 million copies of this book, The Alchemist. So, I think, it, I think it's important for you to, to really understand uh, who this guy is. Because probably you, yourself, or maybe someone that you know, a friend, a relative... They may have that that book in their their libraries, okay, just sitting on on the shelf right there, okay, and he is kind of an important person to understand. And I'll tell you more the whole subject of alchemy is a subject that is getting more and more promotion because it, it really is a synthesis between the spiritual occultism. And uh, some kind of material magic okay it, it deals w- with the material world and um, so when you're we're, you're talking about transhumanism about you know those guys that say that they're gonna upload their minds to the computers or they're gonna live forever because they, they'll become androids with different mechanical parts you know all this kind of, of crap actually You know, uh, and we think, wow, this is new. This is something that Elon Musk must be inventing right now. But I'll tell you, my friends, this is alchemy. This is alchemy. And and this is like 2,000-year-old witchcraft. Okay? So we're going to talk a little about that. And and I think, (laughs) you know, this guy, it's interesting because I made a comment in one of... uh, in, in, in actually in an article about this guy about about Paulo Coelho on Facebook you know when they have the, 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 they had an article about him and uh, the article was was uh, talking about the success of, of his book and now that he had become a billionaire okay and and I said unfortunately you know that that's you, you get that. By making a deal with the devil but you lose your soul and one billion dollars will not really help him if he doesn't repent and um, (laughs) it's interesting that somehow uh, he read the comment and he answered me he responded saying you know you probably must talk to the devil yourself (laughs) And, and he said something like May Jesus bless you. And uh, so it's interesting that a guy who is completely into devil worship, and you're going to see why in a minute when we start to understand a little little about his biography and his previous work, okay? And uh, he told that Brother Marcus is talking to the devil. (laughs) Yes, my friends, that's how it works, okay? And then he says, well, maybe, May Jesus bless you. But which Jesus? You know, because his Jesus is not the Jesus of the Bible. And I sent a reply and I said, You know, Paulo, your Jesus is not the, the Jesus of the Bible. Your Jesus is a fake Jesus. Okay? You need to trust the Jesus of the Bible who is God and who died for your sins at the cross. Okay? When, once you accept his sacrifice, then you can be in peace with god okay but you have to find the right Jesus so in a sense i preach the gospel to paulo coelho <laughs> so it's up, up to him and up to god okay to accept that that word of salvation okay and but i really think that he likes his 1 billion dollars more okay even though he's, he's already old he's not gonna really enjoy that for a long time even though he believes in alchemy and alchemy it's uh, you know it's all about uh it's all about the integration between the material world and the spiritual world so so that's why basically my friends the, these are the 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 two reasons i'm talking about alchemy today i think it's an important issue and i and i'll tell you i'll tell you they 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 try to do things you know to affect to have an influence in the spiritual world and they do that that's what witchcraft is all about okay and we see rituals massacres and horrible things that are done and uh Many times they are done with the objective of having spiritual transformation, getting more power and things like that. That's the basics of magic, okay, of witchcraft. Here in Brazil, we started the the the, the, the year in a very very somber uh, way, and uh, we had a, we had a man. He divorced his wife, and I think he had a, a, this big grudge against her. I think that he was not able to see his son. And, uh, he, you know, as usual, you know, men, they they, they really get the, 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 the short stick, as Americans say, when uh, they divorce. And uh, this man, you know what they, they, he did? And this is no excuse, but anyway. He got a gun and he went to the New Year's Eve party. Um, ...where he, his wife was. I think it was the, 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 the wife's family. And he shot dead 10 people there. 10 people. Killed everybody, including his son and himself. And his wife. I mean, horrible, horrible tragedy. Completely demonic. And we know that those things are happening more and more... ...because people there getting in touch with the occult... Sometimes they begin by reading Paulo Coelho. Oh, yes. And they they move ahead to mediums, to you know, occult practices like uh, the Ouija board, and things like that. So, my friends, we also had uh, in in the first uh, day of the year, a massacre in prison in Manaus, in the Amazon. Amazon. Amazonas, we call the Amazonas state. You know, in the Amazon jungle, (coughs) it's... um, (coughs) I'm sorry. (coughs) Actually, it's a big city. It's a large, large city there. But it's in the middle of the the, the, the Amazon. And and they had like a rebellion there. So, uh, a prison riot. So, uh, what happened is that there was war between two different factions there. There's a faction that is called the the Family of the North. And they are like drug dealers and criminals. And some people say that they have 200,000 members. And what happens is that those guys, they get to jail, you know, but even inside jail, they keep running the show. They keep like controlling everything that, that happens outside. They, uh, you know, tell who's going to live and who's going to die. They, they, they pass judgment for executions. They plan robberies and they keep doing their things. And, and a big part of the thing is like, uh, you know, once you're part of these big mafias, uh, your family keeps getting money from, from the brothers, even if you are in jail. Okay, so it's one of the obligations they have there and those guys from the north the family of the north the northern states of Brazil they have ties to the FARC the FARC from Colombia the Marxist terrorists the guerrilla guerrilla terrorists from Colombia Okay, so they get all the the drugs from Colombia and they, they put that in Brazil through several different means And from Brazil, it goes to, you know, Europe or to the rest of the world, especially Europe, not much. I I don't think not much the United States, because the United States, basically, it's Mexico, you know. The drugs come, they they, they get into the, the States by Mexico, but to the rest of the world, especially Europe. Okay, they do that. And what happens is that another faction from the south of Brazil, it's called the PCC, it's the first uh, PCC, it's the first command of the capital, capital city of São Paulo. Here, they were uh, they were uh, hiring people, hiring criminals to their faction there, in the prisons in uh, in the northern state of of uh, Amazon, and so they had the, this 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 huge war. And I'll tell you, my friends, they killed like 80 people. Nobody really knows how many. But it's something like 89 people they were killed. They killed each other. And you know what they did? They decapitated more than 20 people. They decapitated... There, There is a picture, some horrible pictures. Uh, one of the guys, uh, he decapitated this this adversary, this enemy from the other faction... And he ripped it apart his chest and got his heart out. You know, like, uh, you know, it's like an Inca sacrifice or Aztec sacrifice, you know? Something very horrible. And uh, in more than 100, they escaped the jail. And so, my friends, that's what you get after 15 years of Marxism and treating the criminals like uh, victims, that's what you get. Because, you know, inside the cells they had, like, fridges, king-sized beds, they had television, they had everything that money could buy. Because you know what, h- how it works? The criminals say to the, the, the jail keepers like there, they say, well, if you don't give me this, I'm, I'm going to send some uh, a message to the outside world and they're gonna kill your family that's how it happens my friends and there's a lot of corruption you know this is one of those prisons that are managed by companies you know but it's a business and so you know the uh, you know the the prisoners there they cost almost two thousand dollars a month okay because there's corruption you know they get those great deals the businessmen because they, they 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 really pay bribes to the government they pay bribes to politicians and to people who make the decisions and so now they're managing the the the, the prisons so there's this big scandal brazil is shocked as usual and uh, and uh, so so it's a horrible horrible way to start the year, you know, with blood, blood, and decapitation, and, you know, people just having their hearts ripped off their chests, and uh, a family, a guy going there and killing 10 people of his own family, including his son, so come on, and uh, so, so uh, you know, we listen to these guys, the alchemists, saying, oh, come on. We're gonna see this magical transmutation a transformation in society is happening oh, I can uh, I, you know if there's any kind of transmutation in society it, 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 you know it's from human beings to crap that's the only kind of transformation that I'm seeing here you know we're becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah and there's absolutely no kind of of improvement in the human race. We are going downhill fast. In the United States, in the city of Chicago, four black people kidnapped and tortured a white boy just because he's white. Okay? So, you know, my friends, that's what the the, the devil wants. Because God really made us from one blood that's what the Bible says we are all made of one blood okay so we're basically the same in the eyes of God but what the God what the devil wants is to put blacks against whites and whites against blacks okay and they have been uh, really uh, promoting this hatred It's hatred of men against women, of women against men. They use feminism to achieve that. And um, different races, different ethnicities. That's that's what they do. They divide and conquer. They divide and conquer, my friends. They use Marxism and now they're using libertarianism. We're going to talk about that in our next show. But basically, that's the whole idea create chaos, create chaos while they still keep stealing from us, the bankers, the globalists, the Illuminati, they keep stealing from us, and they keep just, you know, doing their things, nothing changes, the poor people, they're still poor, and especially the Christians, the the real Christians, they're suffering a lot, so if you are suffering right right now, my friend, you have to know that you are not alone. Okay, and the Bible also tells us that that you know we we, we we have to find comfort in the fact that you know people all around the world are suffering for the their testimony that they are giving about Jesus Christ. That's the way it works. And the devil, you know what he does? He waits until you are down and you're depressed. You're depressed, you're worried, you are thinking about how you're gonna pay your bills. How are you gonna fix that problem with your son, with your daughter, with your marriage? okay you have that boss that that, that you know uh, just won't, won't leave you alone it's, it's a pain in the neck okay? If you have a job I mean sometimes you don't even have a job you don't have a problem with your boss because you don't have a job but then you have other kinds of problems you know about how to pay your bills for, for example. And then, my friends, the enemy, he waits until you're down and out. And he'll say, you know, God doesn't love you. God is not there for you. You know, you've been a Christian all those years. And look at what, where you are right now. You know, what you're going to do about it. Okay? So just give up. It's, it's just like, it's just like Job's wife. You know, when Job was really suffering, his wife told him, she told him, you know, Oh, come on. God is going to help help you. Oh no. No, that's not that's not what what she told him. She said curse God and die. You know, meaning give it up. Give it up. So basically the enemy was using Job's wife in order for him to curse God. I mean, he had nothing. Why would he curse God? Okay? That that's that's all he had at that moment. And that's all that matters. But, you know, it doesn't even make sense for you to do that. So hang on, my friends, because that's, that's the time when the devil will try to tell you that God is not by your side. Okay? Even though the, 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 the Bible tells us that even, though, even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. So we are going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death sometimes okay that's a reality and that's it's there in the bible it's there but we have to know that god is wi- with us and that's why we will fear no evil the bible is plenty of uh, uh, advice and warnings you know about how we should prepare for those bad Evil days and the evil days are are here, are here right now. So many Christians suffering. It's like all around us. I, you know, I talk to people, and uh, people are are, are having uh, good Christians having so many problems, so many problems. But the key, my friend, to you know having achieving victory here is just hanging on. It's just one day after the other. They don't don't expect too much from you. When you're down, you know, there there is time for for uh, you know joy and and, and for crying. Okay, there's time for everything that's what the Bible tells us to. So, you know, it's okay for you to just hang on and just you know, one day after the other, just hanging there, and uh, things will get better eventually. That's the way it is. Okay. Alright, my friends, let's stop for um, commercial break and we will be back to talk about the alchemy Kapow! you are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media a digital publisher of e-books has a selection of e-books about spiritual warfare and Christian living visit Fifth that's F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K media.com remember that's Fifth F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K All right, we are back, and we are talking about you know all this alchemy thing that it's 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 really gaining momentum. It's it's like everybody's talking about this, okay? And uh, alchemy. What is alchemy? It's like this transformation of this world, okay? You have a, a you know all, all the 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 union the mystical union of the spiritual world and the material world and i'll tell you my friends when you talk about alchemy you you think about those crazy chemists okay it's like chemists with the different potions trying to change uh lead into gold that's the idea that we have but that's much more than that my friends that's something that they believe for a long time. It's it's basically the uh, the, uh, the it's basically the root of the occultism. It's the as above, so below. It's like everything is the same thing. It, it started with Plato. It started with you know the Greek philosopher Plato. Many many centuries before Christ, he was talking about the anima mundi. The Anima Mundi, what is that? He he used to say, Therefore we may consequently state that this world is indeed a living being, endowed with a soul and intelligence, a single visible living entity containing all other living entities, which by their nature are all related. So my friends, this is basically the Gaia thing of the New Agers. Okay? It's uh it's that the idea that that you know the earth is a living thing. It's a big spirit. Some people say that it's it is even a spirit that is paying its karma. Can you believe that? And uh, it's it's like a spirit, like a person. Okay, but my friend, you would think that that this phrase here came from a, a modern, new wager. Okay, but it came from Plato. In his book Timaeus, okay, this is—I <laughs> mean, this is what—four hundred years before Christ or three hundred years before Christ. It's 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 been going on for a long time, and it's the idea, my friends, that that it's um, it's all uh, possible to have this uh, union between material things and the spiritual things, okay? Because you know why they do that because we know there's something missing we know that okay because we know that we live like uh, just in part of the reality because we have these longings we have this imagination we have these feelings okay and we see this hard life that we have okay it's material it's all about money it's all about you know gaining the the bread the daily bread by by the sweat of our brows, it's like the curse of Adam that we have to face every day and this is just so hard and we know know, there must be something more than that but instead of looking for the real God of the universe the creator of the universe what they do is they think oh no, we're going to find for ourselves a connection with the spiritual world And that's the basis of the alchemy you know that's why they say we're gonna transform things we're gonna break things and then put them back together that's what they call solve and coagula okay first they solve the things they break apart the reality and they coagulate they put them back together again in a different perspective okay so it's a lot of uh, you know it's a lot of talk actually it's a lot of fables that they create because basically what they believe my friends what they believe is it's occultism okay it's occultism they say you know there's a lot of uh definitions here because uh you know what what they do is that they they, they use all those uh, fantasies and different uh, stories in order to conceal the truth that is basically witchcraft okay so you have all these ideas of dealing with gold and silver and astrology and everything you know just in order not to tell you that this is basically occultism it's basically getting contact with demonic entities and looking for kundalini enlightenment being possessed by by demons and and just looking and understanding the the spiritual realm. That's what they do. But now, my friends, that we're getting to the end times, now that we're getting closer to the second coming of Jesus Christ, they're more open. They're very open about what alchemy is. So if you go to the internet, there's a lot of uh, discussions and they openly say that it's all about connecting yourself with non-physical loving spiritual beings that will support you through your human journey meaning that, you know, if you're an alchemist you have to meet your demonic spirit guide so they're not shy about it, they, they'll just tell you it, it, it's all about, you know, contact with the spiritual world but you know, they could not say that before because they they, they, they lived in a very Christian culture, you know at least the, the 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 church was very strong. Okay, the the Catholic Church and and before that the church, you know, the primitive church, they were very strong. So if the guy would say, no, I want to contact the de- demons, you know, they they would burn him at the stake or they, they, you know, at least they would say he's crazy. Or he's a witch, which which, which is the truth, but anyway so they could not say that so they would say no we are just trying we're scientists we're trying to find the secrets of the world we're trying to find the secrets of nature you know so it was a, a way to hide okay the things that they were doing because of the repercussions they didn't want did not want to have the repercussions and face the opposition of society, if they said, you know, we're occultists, we're witches. So they would say, no, we are alchemists. We do our chemistry. We do our experiments. We do... You know how it works? That's how it works. But now they don't need to do that anymore. They just can say, you know, no, now we're gonna tell you the secret of the ages. The secret that has been occult for so many centuries. Alchemy is occultism. (laughs) So now they're saying, you know, you, you do inner alchemy okay? you, you listen to healing music fre- frequencies we have talked a lot about this in our show okay? you can use the latest technology to assist you in accessing the relaxed trance state to get in trance binaural frequencies to balance your left and right brain it really sounds very scientific the creative imagery gentle healing music subliminal affirmations Trans inducing frequencies. That's what they're doing. There's more here. Ano- another sa- website of alchemy. They say alchemists are contemplative researchers versed in the science of personal transformation and the art of inner magic. So the idea, my friends, is not to transform lead into gold, but transform your soul from a soul that can only see the material world into a soul that can go to the spiritual world okay and meet the demons and meet all the spirit guys and things like that so you see that that's basically kundalini awakening it's all it's all the same thing occultism is basically the same thing it's all the same thing it's all about contacting demons okay and they say here the outer is the inner and the inner is the outer. Okay? So uh, everything is together. You are the world and the world is you. Panentheism. You are God, God is in every way, in, in, in everything. God is uh, is everything is everywhere but is everything. It's panentheism. Okay? By changing yourself you change everything. So you see it's just a metaphor when they tell tell you about you know the philosophical stone or about turning lead into gold. Actually what they're they're talking about is, is you change your soul. That's what, what you do. You you just give yourself to magic. You can be a light unto yourself, lit by yourself. You are the cosmos and the cosmos is you. Again Gnosticism. Here alchemists saw the experience of unus mundus, the one world ...united through material, emotional, mental and spiritual aspects. So, my friends, that's what they say. That's what they say. And they're doing that. When when they're working with those things like transhumanism... ...like, uh, you know, artificial intelligence... ...they're talking about this. The relation of the mind with the universe. Because they say here... ...by altering your own consciousness... ...you alter your relation to the universe... And this changes your world, you see? So if you change yourself, you will change the world. There is a guy here that is, uh, uh, believe it or not, he's an idol. He's an icon of the conservative right wing here in Brazil. And he has uh, getting some influence in the United States too. His name is Olavo de Carvalho. He's a con artist, an occultist, heavy, heavy occultist, but he pretends to be a Catholic. And he has a a course on alchemy, believe it or not. And he says, you know, I I could not really understand uh, this lecture, and the guy was talking about the moon and and all the... uh, of course, it was a lecture on occultism, and, uh, you know, and that guy there was talking about the magical properties of the moon. And he said, but I was not really understanding what he was talking about. So what he did, he gave me some uh, colloidal silver A solution, you know, the solution that you just put some drops. Oh, yes, my friends, the homeopathy, homeopathic uh, medicine is completely based on alchemy. And you're going to understand why. So he said, you know, just give, he gave me some drops of colloidal silver. And after I drank the silver, I understand everything about what he was talking about, the moon. And why, my friends? Because silver in alchemy is connected to the moon. So if you ingest the silver, because the whole universe is just one thing, because, you know, uh, it's all connected, and then when you ingest the silver, you will open your spiritual understanding to the moon about the things of the moon. You see, because silver is the metal corresponding to the moon. Because things are connected. And that's basically how they say that Bach florals, you know, the flowers of Bach, they say that's how it works, you know. And the homeopathic uh, medicine, you know, they say... Because what, what they say, you know, you don't really need to drink the medicine. You just have the property. You have just some molecules of the medicine you put there in the, you know... Yeah, that's homeopathy. And then you drink that. And but because the, the, the essence is there, it's gonna have this big effect because they believe in, in uh alchemy. That things are connected. Basically, your mind is connected with the whole universe. It's all about Gnosticism, my friends. Oh yes. And they want now they want you to believe that this is science oh do you remember Carl g jung jung was that that he was a witch that passed it as a psychologist psychiatrist but actually he was a guy that that he he received basically the text of all his books from from spirit guides Okay, he was a medium. He had visions. Okay, Carl Jung, but people love this guy. I mean, can't believe you were gonna pay like 100 bucks for a, a session at a psychologist, and the guy say, "No, I'm a Jungian psychologist." Come on, that's a witch. That's a witch. But he would say no. He came with a, a whole theory of the unconscious mind. Which is basically alchemy. It's basically occultism. If you have an unconscious um, if you have an unconscious element in, in, in humankind that is uh, common to all people, it's not something that is inside your brain. It's like a spirit that is all-encompassing. It's a kind of God that permeates every, everybody. You see how it works? So, what he said, you have to get in touch with the unconscious mind of the universe. You know, and then you're gonna learn things, you're gonna understand how, how, how the human mind works, and you're gonna have peace, and you're gonna get better, you know, if you get in touch with this God. Basically, it's a God. Because if he permeates everybody, it's not inside your brain, it's not biological. It's not hereditary. It's just something that is there, you know. It's, it, it's like this living thing that, that the earth is a living thing, okay? But that that's like a ghost, you know, that the, he would call the unconscious mind of humankind. So basically, the same thing. All right. So you would do some kind of alchemy if you go there and have Jungian therapy. And how many people there are doing that? and paying big bucks for that. You pay big bucks to go to the shrink, to the psychologist, and he will give you, you know, a philosophy and sometimes exercises and practices that are occultist in nature. That's what they do, my friends. They do lots of different things. They say the art of alchemy includes transmuting negative energies into positive clairvoyance healing and distance healing. B- basically things they're spiritists they love. Because it's, it's it's all about dealing with the energies of the universe. Transmutation of self and self actualization. Reaching enlightenment. You know, of course you know that that what they call enlightenment here is like total possession by a demon. That's what they call enlightenment. Because when you get possessed by a demon, sometimes the demon Will really open what they call the third eye, you're gonna see things. Okay, you're gonna see other spirits, you're gonna see demons. People they they, they leave their bodies sometimes. Okay? Keeping the body healthy in slow, slow slow in aging. Transhumanism here, studying the principles of energy, you know, it's it's basically my friends, Gnosticism. Gnosticism. Enlightenment is about having your physical, emotional, and spiritual selves in perfect alignment. Beyond enlightenment, you can still keep growing in power in the higher planes. You can access the entire universe from within you. Same thing. Okay? Inside you, you have the whole universe inside you. Okay? So that's basically, my friend, occultism. And lots of people, they played with this thing here, you know... It really started a long time ago. They say that it's uh, you know they have all the mythology that they believe, but it's it's basically crap. They believe in a guy called Hermes Trismegistus. Hermes Trismegistus. Hermes the thrice greatest. He he would be like a combination of the Greek god Hermes and the Egyptian god Thoth. And this Hermes Trismegistus, supposedly he's like the 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 most powerful wizard in history, okay? And so powerful because, and some people say, oh, no, he lived in the time of Moses, or sometimes people say, no, he lived in, you know, in Egypt. I mean, of course, he's a fictional character. He never existed. Okay, but they say, wow, Hermes Trimegistus, he's fantastic because he wrote a thing. It's basically, it's it's actually a book called The Emerald Tablet. You know, and and this is a very old book. People really say that actually it appeared in 400 AD after Christ, 400, the fourth century after Christ. And it's basically cultism, it's Gnosticism, it's New Age. If you go there and you read that thing, New Age, it's all there. It's not surely my claim my friends it's there because it was written by the devil himself it's written by satan so it's not something new and they say it's like the emerald tablet and you know what they say it's why it's the emerald tablet and they say well the tablet was found according to the legend by one of the soldiers of Alexander the great in a tomb at Ebron in the hands of the mummy of Hermes Trismegistus, defined as al- alchemist's father. So, so, you know, they say it's it's an, uh, it's a book that was written in this, this jewel, basically. This green jewel, emerald jewel. But, you know, there's more. <laughs> there's more, my friends. They actually say that this tablet is a fragment of an emerald lost by Lucifer, when he was cast out and fell to earth, believe it or not, you know, because the Bible says that Lucifer had like jewels in his own body, okay, and and some people say even musical instruments and things like that, because he was like one of those strange archangels, okay, and so that's what they say that that, that, that you, you see here the Gnosticism it's the same idea all the time. Lucifer will bring the light, he is like the savior, you know, because he's going to bring the knowledge, the occult knowledge of the spiritual world, you're going to be enlightened. so this jewel, this emerald fell from the body of Lucifer. And, you know, all the wisdom is there, because Hermes Trimegistus, he wrote the the thing there, the, the book, and alchemy is all there. But, my friends, the difference now is technology. Now it's all about computers. We have the alchemy, but the alchemy is now called artificial intelligence. It's called uploading your mind to a computer. It's like transhumanism, you're going to be a robot, you're going to be, a you, you know, just android. But if you go there, you can go to the, any of the alchemy websites in the internet, they say the same thing. Through constant meditation and allowing divine light, the lucifer light, to flow through you by the proper awakening of the kundalini's energy and the spirit core taking in more divine energy, a human being is able to activate the third eye, see things clearly in a cosmically conscious way, and realize that they are divine sparks, souls. Divine spark is a Kabbalist term. They are created perfectly in the likeness of divine supreme God. You are gods. You are gods. Just do a lot of witchcraft and meditation, and you're going to realize you are a god. Maybe you can take some ayahuasca. Now you can get some ayahuasca in the United States. <laughs> if you live in New York, in San Francisco, in Los Angeles, you can have some ayahuasca, okay? And then you don't need constant meditation, you know, because we, we, you know, we are arriving at the end times. They don't have time anymore for constant meditation in years and years until you get possessed by a demon. You just get ayahuasca and you have perfect immediate. Enlightenment and demonic possession. That's how it works. And you see, my friends, we we are being bombarded with this kind of concept. It's all around us. It's in the movies. It's in books. It's in music. And here, the alchemist. I I told you that I was going to talk about this guy, Paulo Coelho. You think Paulo Coelho, he started as a writer... He was not a writer, writer he was a bum, my friends. He was a bum. He was nothing here in Brazil. As a teen, Coelho, who admits himself he was hostile and isolated at the time, told his parents he wanted to be a writer. Okay. His parents didn't like him. He actually he was a rebel. He was um you know he, he was not a good kid, okay? And he had tantrums so he went to the mental hospital three separate times, my friends. You know what it takes for a family to send their own son to a mental hospital? You know It really, ta- it really requires that the son is, is pretty much crazy and screwed up, okay? So this guy, he was since childhood, childhood he was already he was already possessed that he had problems with demons since he was a child, okay? Then uh, what happened? He got out from the mental hospital, went to school, but dropped out of uh, university after one year and became a globetrotting hippie through the 60s and 70s. He was a bum. He was a hippie, okay, drug addict. That's that's what he was. During this time, Coelho published the unsuccessful Hell Archives book. Yes, my friends. His first book was called The Hell Archives. It was published in 1982. And contributed to the practical manual of vampirism. All right? But he mostly immersed himself in the drug culture. And started to write song lyrics for Brazilian pop stars. Especially to Hal Seixas. Hal Seixas was a crazy, crazy rock singer here in Brazil. He was com- he was an alcoholic, okay, completely crazy, and he died young from alcoholism. He was completely crazy. He lived not not very far from here, He lived in Pacaembu neighborhood here in São Paulo, houseacious. And this guy, he was just uh, you know like um, a groupie, okay. You call in the, in the states, you call a groupie, the guy that hangs around the popular singers, and he had some talent to write lyrics with uh, demonic and uh, magic themes that the singers like it you know uh, very interesting very interesting okay but what happened with this guy uh, he went to that santiago de compostela road you know the pilgrimage that they do that there? there in the santiago de compostela it's very very common with the occultists they do that it's a kind of pil- pilgrimage that what they say if you do a lot of meditation and the prayers, and you know you you really leave close to the border of France, and then you walk like for a month or two until you reach Santiago de Compostela and the cathedral there. And they say when you get there you're gonna be enlightened things like that. So th- that's what he did, and then uh, he. Uh, he had, a, that. That's when he was there, he thought about his next book, which was The Alchemist, in 1988. And basically, he copied a short story by the Argentine writer Jorge Luis Borges, called The Tale of Two Dreamers. He stole the idea from Borges and put in his book. And then when he came back to Brazil... He sold his book to a tiny Brazilian publishing house with printed a minuscule first edition of 900 copies, which didn't sell because the book is is really bad. I mean, it's horrible book, okay? Like uh, in in the literary sense, it's badly written, it's boring, okay? And decided not to reprint afterward. But you see how it works, my friends. How it works. Satan is always—he's always, is, he's always uh, looking around for someone that's going to help his plans. That's what he does. Okay, so sometimes he finds a singer, and he thinks, "Well, these guys here—they could be very successful, you know—and they're really into occultism. They really like me. They don't like God. They're rebels. They don't." you know, they are depraved, they are pervs, and I I could use those guys, okay? And then he will open all the doors for these people. That's how it works. Because he controls, you know, he controls people. You know, make no mistake. If a person is not a Christian, he's very, very open to suggestions in his mind, you know, from whispers, from demons, Okay? I don't know how it works, but that's a fact. Okay, he can open doors for people. You know, they they create like circumstances and coincidences that that happen, you know? And uh, and he what what he what Satan did here, he chose Paulo Coelho. He said, "No, this guy we can work with him." Okay? And then this guy from uh, this big big publisher called Rocco. He published his next book, Brida, which is about... A, it's also about a witch. And also the alchemist. And what happened is like the, uh, this alchemist book, they, they did some good marketing, some good promotion, and it shot up to the top of the Brazilian bestseller list. And then, 1993, Collins, the po- U.S. publisher, decided to print the alchemist. Starting with a print run of fifty thousand copies, okay? But then, my friends, like sold like bananas, like we say here in Brazil. You know, it's just crazy. And then, uh, you know, sold millions upon millions of copies, and all. You know, that's how the the devil does. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you'll get someone like Oprah that says, oh, "I just read this alchemist book, and it's so amazing. You should try it." And he'll get someone like Madonna. And she will say, oh, no, I love, I love The Alchemist. You know, he has one celebrity fans from Bill Clinton to Will Smith to Madonna. Yes, my friends, Madonna. That's how the, the Satan works. He will open doors. Madonna will say something. Well, I love The Alchemist. Will Smith, you know, the cool guy, very cool rapper, actor, he'll say, no, I I read The Alchemist, it changed my life. You know, and then he went to be like the most translated book by a living author, translated into 67 languages, sold more than 65 million copies throughout the world, won several international awards, and it's basically a stupid story of a guy who dreams, you know, he just dreams about a treasure, and in his dream, he pursues his dream, it's a dream about, you know, the pyramids, it's about, you know, uh, I mean, the story that he's told from uh, Jorge Luis Borges, you know, he dreams about the pyramids, and he thinks, okay, I'm gonna go to, the, to Egypt, and I'll find my treasure there, and then he goes, there and he meets a witch a wizard, a guy that is named Melchizedek, but it's it's just a witch, and he almost dies and everything, and uh, when he's there, and finally he reaches the pyramids, and he's almost dead he dreams again about the same tree that, that you know, that, that where he had the first dream, and he, he when he goes back to that tree the treasure was there in the, the starting point, you know So the whole idea is that you let yourself be moved by the universe, not by God, because they don't believe that. They don't believe, uh, uh, you know, like we believe that you read the Bible and you see the God's commands there, Oh, like beginning with the 10 commands, the commands from God to Noah, and then the commands from Jesus Christ. You know, you just go there and read the Bible and say, well, this is right, this is wrong. That's what, what I have to do. This I'm not supposed to do. Okay? No, they don't believe that. They believe in opening yourself to the influences of the world and the universe. You know, that's the, the story of the alchemist. And, it's, and I'll tell you, it, it's alchemy, actually. It is. It's completely occultic. Because people really think that they are special. They really think they are gods. They they really do. They're so narcissists today. You go, go to the Facebook. I mean, the Facebook. I was reading the other day when uh, acquaintance of mine, the, this woman, was like, "Which goddess you are?" It's like a game, you know, in Facebook. And I am uh, like Diana because I have this and this quality and characteristics. That's how they, they really think. They're gods now and goddesses. Especially women. I mean, men, are, they are more... <laughs> I mean, they, uh, it's harder for men to really believe in those things, I think. But women, my friends, they love it. They think they're goddesses now. It's amazing. And uh, so, so th- th- this came really, uh, you know, exactly in the same perspective that the world now... Uh, it's basically what the world wants to hear okay that the 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 universe is is conspiring uh, to favor you to help you that the universe everything that happens in the universe you know is gonna help you is gonna direct you that's the, the idea of the alchemist he goes all around he starts you know with a dream under a tree i think it's in england or ireland or something like that and it goes all the way down to egypt and in egypt he has another dream that makes him go back to to you know to the starting point and there he finds the treasure so if you open yourself and let all the suggestions you know it's all about opening yourself not using your mind which is basically eastern meditation that's the idea that that's what they're doing inside churches that right now when they say you know, you're not feeling well. Instead of reading the Bible, you just do contemplative prayer. You just go to a silent place and you sit there in the dark and you open your mind, you don't think about anything and just let God, quote unquote, talk to you. They're talking this in the churches. They were they were teaching this in the church I attended for 20 years. That's why I left. Because it's occultism. And this is basically alchemy. You know, you open yourself, you don't use your mind. Just let the universe carry you through life. You know where where it's going to carry you? To hell. If you do that, if you live your life, you just open your mind, open your heart, the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's what the Bible tells us. You open your heart, you're guided by your heart, I mean, uh, come on, every movie, every song, every TV series, they say the same thing. Follow your heart. You're going to be happy if you follow your heart. Don't think too much. Be an an alchemist. Just let the universe carry you through. Because magically the universe is going to teach you. Because, you know, you are the universe. You are a God. So, you know, you have everything it takes. But that's the contrary message of the Bible. The Bible tells us that we are wicked. That we we have been corrupted by sin. By sin. There is not even one good person. Not even one, the Apostle Paul tells us. Jesus would call those people brood of vipers. So how can you follow a wicked thing like the heart? You know what the Satan wants you to believe that? Because if you believe that, you open yourself to him, and he's gonna do whatever he wants with you. Put all kinds of thoughts, including going there and killing 10 people of your family, or starting a war inside a prison, or kidnapping a boy and torturing him, like we we, we 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 see happening right now, where do you think this comes? Th- these things start. They start in the heart. That's where they start. Before those crimes are committed, they were imagined, they were planned, and fantasized and visualized it in the heart. And if you follow your heart, my friends, it's going to lead you to hell. It's going to lead you to hell. That, that's why we need Jesus Christ. That's why we need the Bible. That's why we are the people of the book. So if you have questions, you're, you are discouraged. You are, you know, we don't know what to do. Hang in there. Read the Bible. And the, sometimes the Bible, it's a hard pill to swallow, it's a tough pill to swallow, because I'll tell you, sometimes it will say, just wait. Just trust and obey. It's not not easy. Sometimes there's no quick fix. There's no easy solution but to trust and obey. That's why without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because, you know, I'll tell you, Most of the time, that's what Christian living is all about. It's trusting and obeying, even though things are not well. But people, they don't like that. They want solutions, immediate solutions. They want quick fixes. They want, you know, a magical formula. That's why they love alchemy. I want a magical formula. I want something that will solve my problems right now. You know? Because I want to worship. The gods, the idols of money, health, and sex. The triad that rules the world. Money, health, and sex. Live long and prosper. That's what uh, Mr. Spock would say. (laughs) Live long and prosper. While he would do that Kabbalist sign with his hand. Because that's the gods that people worship now. But we are the people of the book. And even if you don't find a solution for your life or for that for life, you will find a solution for your life in the Bible. But sometimes you will not find a solution for a particular problem that you are having right now at the time. Okay? But there's a solution and the solution is trust and obey. And just wait. That's the meaning of be still and know that I'm God. That's the real meaning of this verse that is, you know, being corrupted right now. Be still and know that I'm God. Meaning what? Stop trying to find a solution by your own strength. Stop trying to find a solution by reading stupid books like The Alchemist. Or trying witchcraft or magic or superstition. Stop trying, you know, to work by yourself. And know that I'm God. Put your trust in God. To Put your trust in Jesus. That's the real meaning of this verse. They say that it's not, no. Be still and know that I'm God means that you have to do Eastern meditation and be quiet. I mean, come on, how stupid can you be to believe such a thing and to distort the Bible? It really means that if, if you cannot understand that, it means that you have a serious spiritual problem. Because it's the Holy Spirit that gives us understanding about what the Bible is all about, about the meaning of verses. And they're teaching a complete, absurd, wrong interpretation of this verse. So be still and know that God is God. Stop looking for quick answers and trust Him. And sometimes it's hard, sometimes it takes time. So what you do? You just go one step at a time, one day at a time. That's the, like like the praise, I like the praise song. one day at a time, sweet Jesus, that's all I'm asking of you. Yeah, and sometimes I'll tell you most of the times that's what the Christian life is all about. and then you ask for for joy. You start, you know, having pleasure with the small things of this world. And just wait. Because things change. That's that's another big reality of life. Things change. Okay? And I hope, my friends, that things will change for the better for you. I really hope that you have a great year. That's my prayer for you. I pray that God will bless each and one of you that are listening to this show. That you have many, many blessings during 2017 and that you be transformed into the likeness of Jesus Christ more and more. That you receive the the mind of Christ. That your heart be transformed from the wicked heart of stone to a heart of flesh. Filled with the Spirit. That's my wish for you this year. Thank you very much attention, and I hope to see you next week. Bye. Guys.